Welcome everyone back to the Building Efficiency Podcast presented by Nenny and Associates. I'm your host, Jim Schaefer. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, Nenny and Associates is an executive search firm focused on the building efficiency industry, hence why we named the podcast the way that we did. And simply put, we help our clients find the right talent. Each week, we sit down with leaders from the industry to discuss their backgrounds, how they got started, and where they see the industry going. We also get to know our guests and find out what drives them to be successful. And on today's episode, we have something a little bit different, but certainly has a complimentary connection to the Building Efficiency Podcast. Today's episode is a recording from my interview with my boss, Michael Nenny, who is the founder and CEO of Nenny and Associates. Mike and I discuss how he got started started in the industry and advice he'd like to pass along to other recruiters who may be struggling right now and also provides advice to leaders in our industry. If you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And if you're enjoying this episode, please share it and leave a five-star review. Now, we think you're really going to enjoy this episode, so let's drop in. All right, welcome everyone to the Executive Search Sit-Down. Today, we are sitting down with Michael Nenny, who is the founder and president of Nenny and Associates. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jim. Yeah, it sounded like an awfully formal introduction since we've known each other for so long, hasn't it? Well, you know, these past 10 years have gone by pretty fast, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more introductions. Hopefully, they're side by side as we're moving this business forward together, man. Yeah, yeah. So you're guest number four. So you, you, have, a, you have a lot to live up to. I know you know everyone that's been on so far. So uh, I thought this was a perfect time to, to bring you on. So, Mike, I know you've been doing this for, what, like 100 years now? Something oh, like that? you know, it's interesting because the, the folks in the, the office state, it's about 26 years, Jim. But if you're really looking at it, um, I hate to say this, but, bud, it's 30 years. 30 years is coming January 27th. So a lot of the people in the, that are watching this, that are listening to this, prob- probably know who you are, at least in our industry, are going to recognize the name. But for the people out there who don't know Michael Netty, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. I've been in the executive search world for about the last 30 years. Um, started out uh, working for a, a management recruiter's franchise of all places. So got introduced to a, a wonderful man by the name of Gary Paul Beer that kind of started me out in this business. And uh, I've had the opportunity to grow with a, a partner uh, during a 10-year a stint, and then for the last 20 or so years, um, just on my own here through Nenny and Associates uh, with folks like yourself. Okay, okay. And within Nenny and Associates, can you tell us a little bit about some of the, uh, maybe where, how you got started as far as the industry, right? And some of the industries or some of the specific types of companies that you work with here today? Sure. Uh, basically got started out working on the HVAC service side of the business, working on projects if if folks can remember back working uh, alongside an organization called the York Organization and filling service sales positions back 30 years ago when uh, they were hot and heavy. The, the owner of the organization, uh, Gary, uh, had a very strong relationship with, uh, I believe, the CEO at the time. And so we're doing a lot of work with that organization many, many moons ago. But to this okay. day, a lot of transition. Uh, that was about a six-year period of time. And then we were able to transition and kind of go into the the sexy area of performance contracting. Uh, there was kind of a interesting spin back in the early 90s. Uh, Honeywell had a, a philosophy to, to move energy opportunities through financial savings. And so I kind of jumped on that bandwagon and started doing a lot of work in the performance contracting arena, not only with the HVAC manufacturers, but the building automation companies, uh, utility organizations, large design build, mechanical contractors, consulting organizations that were interested in an energy play. So I had a neat opportunity to try to 
learn as much as I can from uh, organizations such as Honeywell and then take that and try to transition and share that knowledge that I learned and then also employees during the time frame would learn and, and uh, try to build their businesses uh, through um, that knowledge and understanding of performance contracting. Okay. Yeah. And I know it's expanded a lot, quite a bit, right? I know the understanding here was energy performance contracting, mechanical was kind of the base, but I know we've expanded in some other business units here as well. Can you tell us a little bit about some of those where we're at today? Yeah, absolutely. So within Nenny, we've got basically four platforms. We have a, a lighting division. We have an energy division. We have a, a, an HVAC service division. Um, we have a, a consulting arm and a more of a maybe a controls identity uh, there. And so we have four business units that to direct those through about 20 individuals within our organization. Um, started going down a path of a little bit of on the GC side um, at this time. And so it's an evolving business. Lots of our customers are constantly asking us to look into areas that uh, we haven't been normally into at this point. And uh, we've had some customers this year that have been pushing us towards more of the, the outside of the building construction part of it. So um, there seems to be a lot of growth in that area today. So um, we're getting a lot of neat opportunities with relationships uh, with individuals that have transitioned into CEOs and CFOs to those organizations that we've had partnerships with the last 20 to 25 years. Yeah. And you mentioned CEOs and CFOs, whether it's the relationships that we've built over the decades or the people that we've actually placed there and some of their roles. Let's say they're tuning into this, they're watching this, they're listening to this. What message would you want to deliver to them today? Unfortunately, uh, leadership is. Uh, challenged right now uh, with everything that's going on. And I don't even want to use COVID as, a, as an example. I, 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 I believe a good leadership is going to be able to lead through these challenging times. Um, there is a lack of leadership uh, right now, and there's a lot of questions that are going on within entities. And I believe that's because there's not a, a cultural strength or a cultural identity uh, within, within the organization that's being led from the top down. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have those leaders being fearful today. I believe that um, the smart ones are transitioning well, they're looking at their financials, but the key ingredient is the people that are within their organization. And those organizations that are really, or I'm sorry, those leaders that are really looking at the, the key ingredients for a successful movement forward within their business, definitely I hopeful are looking at the people first and the financial second. Um, but if you're uh, and owned by a, financial institution, it's a lot more difficult to make those decisions uh, with trying to make sure that the people are taken care of first. Yeah. And for anyone who's watching this or listening to this at a later date, today is July the 6th. We're still in the middle of this, uh, this COVID-19 mess, right? I think the lights at the end of the tunnel, there's no doubt, but I think it's gone on way longer than any of us anticipated. So yeah, I think that's a key message uh, for the leaders that are out there that to continue to invest in your people, uh, I think is critical. So Mike, I appreciate you sharing that. So last thing, we're going to go, we mentioned CEOs and CFOs, people that are running businesses, but let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Let's focus on somebody who's maybe new to the recruiting profession. Let's say it's someone who's, or maybe they're even thinking about getting into recruiting or, you know, I'll put another spin on it. Somebody who might be struggling right now as a recruiter. What, because you got a ton of experience, you've experienced a lot of highs and lows, Mike. What advice would you give to somebody right now who's in recruiting who might be struggling or new in their career? Sure. I, uh, we're going to joke about this, Jim, and I know we've joked about this before in the past, but you know, just have him go visit my dad. He'll tell him to get back to work, <laughs> sit there and grind it out. But um, in reality, um, you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a weekly plan and work the weekly plan. 
Make sure that you're accountable to what you need to get accomplished that week. Um, make sure that you're working with the right hiring authorities um, at this point, making sure that they're true partners with you. Unfortunately, a lot of our world um, lives in a transactional um, application in the recruiting world. And when you're going through challenges like we are right now, transactional recruiters are really, really going to be a hit the hardest. So those that have the ability to have that relationship component and working with their customers, um, you're going you're gonna to win. Um, and again, going back to, I look at things and take them in a weekly chunk um, and make sure that I've got at least a monthly goal and then put, uh, stretch that out to about three months out um, and make sure that you're trying to reach um, a, a, a destiny, an end, an end goal that you want to have for yourself. Um, but don't look too far out because people get way ahead of themselves. And everybody always states you got to have this three or five year plan. Unfortunately, right now, um, make sure that you've got about a, a 90 day plan to a 120 day plan and then look at out six months later after that. Yeah, I think you touched on something important there as far as fortifying and building your relationships, because that's what's going to carry you through, especially during during a tough time. And I think that's something that is timeless, right? Whether the economy's up or down, the relationships always need to be there. So I think that's uh, that's great advice and a great way to wrap up the latest episode here of the Executive Search Sit-Down. So Mike, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the time. Jim, thanks, bud. Talk to you soon. All right. All right, so there you have it, episode 14 with Michael Nenny. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did enjoy it, please be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you enjoy listening to your favorite podcast. And we hope you're sharing with your friends and colleagues as well. And the one last thing that I would ask here is if you have ideas for future guests from the industry, please reach out to me. Or if you personally would like to be a guest on the show, I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear from you, loyal listeners. So until next time, I'm Jim Schaefer, and we'll catch you on the next episode.